Welcome to TMI Today with Rita Bocuzzi and Jen Lee. In this podcast, there is no such thing as too much information. We are diving into all of the taboo topics from money and careers to relationships and parenting to whatever else we've been too afraid to discuss as women. Listen in and join the movement as we raise each other up in our everyday lives. Welcome everyone to another edition of TMI. Today's motivational insights where it's never too much information that we share because we connect real people to real world situations and we just have casual conversations and get to meet with amazing women of impact that are creating a difference for other women leading them. And I say the we, the we is Jen Lee and me. Uh, Jen Lee is a financial stress reduction attorney extraordinaire, right? Uh, I love being with like-minded women who are really motivating other women, their families to propel forward in the world. And who am I? I'm Rita Bakutsi. I'm also known as Mama Rita Money. So I am your money coach and money consultant. And I just love having conversations with women who are in the money biz, if you will. <laughs> and most of us, I think a lot of us get stuck, wouldn't you agree, Jen, around taxes? Yeah. It can kind of seem pretty scary. Um, I'm going to tell you this woman that we are introducing now, Luba Milgram, is a warrior woman of taxes. And I can't wait to introduce her to you, which is right now, because I can't wait any longer. Luba, uh, I've known you for many years, and I wanted to introduce you because one of the things when Luba came into my life was the differentiation between tax preparation, tax planning, strategic tax planning and strategies. And Luba is always on top of it, if not ahead of the game. And I love it. She has an amazing book called Thinking Outside the Tax Box, right? And so it is about stretch. So for some women, it is that stretch thinking. And she definitely works with entrepreneurial women and women in business um, as a specialty. And if you're in business, boy, you want Luba's number. So Luba, I want to thank you, and which we will provide at the end, <laughs> um, on how to connect with her because we want to share amazing resources to level everyone up. Again, I talk about the leveling up and the raising and getting the village together to support one another and moving each other forward together as a community, creating collateral goodness in the world so that we all do well. And I don't know, Luba, is, I, I tell people that we're all related, right? So we all have the same uncle, but we may not like that uncle that enough to give him more than our fair share. Should we be giving Uncle Sam more than our fair share? And how many people do that? Do lots and lots of people do that? All right. Well, Luba, thank you for being here. What we'd like you to share maybe to start off is, you know, I kind of started off, you could start on your journey on how you got to doing, you know, the tax prep to the planning, to the strategic planning and, and more, um, and share a little bit about that journey for us on how you got there. Maybe the differences, uh, you know, in teaching people. Yeah. Thank you, Rita. And uh, interesting that you mentioned at the beginning about the taxes, if I can say a few words about that. Yes. Uh, I read an article um, 
published last year in Psychology Today. And it says that some people are so traumatized by the ordeal of preparing tax returns and so terrified of the IRS that their condition manifests as pathological. People are scared. And that extreme traumatic fear indicates a phobia and it's called forest phobia. So there is a condition for that. Wow. Um, just the fact. And, um, you know, I'm a tax advisor and the common misconception people have is like you mentioned uh, that tax advisors are tax preparers. Most accountants are tax preparers. Uh, CPAs, uh, NEAs, EAs, enrolled agents are in the business of tax preparation. And tax preparation is what it is. It's tax preparation. It's compliance. It's reporting correctly what had happened already in the, um, in the past, last year. And, um, you know, in a short two, three months, we'll be in the middle of a new tax season. Um, Americans hate paying taxes. It's coded in our, into our national DNA, right? You agree with that, right? It is, yes. yes. We fought for independence from England in large part to stop King George III from taxing us without our consent. And every new president that comes to the White House has um, his own agenda. Taxes are just part of our life. And most transactions have tax consequences. Um, well, the Greek philosopher um, Heraclitus, uh, I think, said that change is the only constant in life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true with taxes as <laughs> it is everywhere else, right? And... <laughs> Washington talks about simplifying the tax code, but makes it more and more complicated with every new bill. <laughs> Remember this postcard uh, tax return? <laughs> yes. yes. Well, back then, um, Bank Form 1040 became shorter, but with that, we got new schedules, new forms, and it just became more uh, complicated. And most recently, uh, Washington has passed an Inflation Reduction Act, if you heard about this. Mm -hmm. And that act authorizes nearly $80 billion in new IRS spending over the next 10 years. Wow. Well, there are rumors that there will be new 87,000 armed agents roaming the streets to shake down your kids' lemonade stand. Um, this is exaggeration, and that's nonsense, of course. Um, well, but the new, uh, with this new funding, this um, planning and execution of your plan is more than important than ever mm -hmm. uh, because all this uh, tax planning, whatever tax planning does, is basing all the strategies uh, on the internal revenue code based on the law. And um, how I came to this 
I wanted to give people something that they want, not what they have to do. They have to file taxes every year. And this is mandatory, that's every year, but well, they have to file taxes and sometimes get refunds, sometimes they owe, it depends on what happened during the year. But what do people really want? They want to keep money in their pocket. Of course, within legal boundaries, of course. Um, so um, that, and that's possible. And um, general accounting office estimates that Americans overpay taxes by billions mm -hmm. every year. And, you know, I'm a tax advisor, a certified tax planner, and um, most people don't know what the difference is. Saluba, I have a yeah, question on that. No, I have a question because you're getting into some really good stuff that our audience needs to hear. And what I see with a lot of my clients is they're so afraid of the taxes that they just approach it from a preparation standpoint. And they never think about how it's like, a transaction versus a strategy almost. Mm -hmm. And so Correct. I'm happy to hear you talking about it being, we could pay less in taxes legally, but you actually legally. have to plan right. for it. Right. Yeah. And tax evasion is illegal, right? but tax avoidance is legal. I love uh, it. You legally, you're allowed to structure your business or your mm -hmm. affairs the way that you pay your fair share, not overpay. Mm -hmm. And um, in pursuit of under, well, of saving money on uh, taxes, people do mistakes. They actually report, um, they overstate their expenses, their deductions, mm -hmm. which is not legal, and they get in trouble because right. of that. So right. why get in trouble uh, and do something illegal when there are so many legal strategies just follow the law mm -hmm. uh, and you know um most people don't know the difference between uh tax preparation yes and tax advisor and uh, working with tax advisor year round <laughs> and most people look at the tax code and see seventy thousand plus pages of gobbledygook mm -hmm. um but there is really a certain logic um, to it that you know to that jumps uh, out on you if you look uh, really good enough. So I want you to imagine a tax code as traffic lights. You know, on the streets, traffic lights. There is a green light and and um, uh, a green light and red light. And uh, red lights is uh, those are specific internal revenue code sections where you have to stop and pay tax. And it explained when you have to, uh, to pay tax. But very quickly, the code runs out of these red lights and starts including green lights. So these are places where you can go without paying tax. And that's what code, internal revenue code, our law says. That's where a tax planner can help you sa uh, uh, save thousands on taxes, okay? And tax planning is not tax preparation. 
tax planning is legal. And like I said, there are numerous uh, tax code provisions provide the intention of Congress to allow and encourage lawfully structuring of business and personal affairs uh, to claim tax benefits. And that includes uh, deductions, exclusions, credits, deferrals, there are a lot of them. And um, it's on a fully disclosed basis. It's just in the tax law. And um, claiming tax benefits in a manner consistent with federal statutes and state statutes um, and congressional purpose is part of sound planning. That's what it is. So people are afraid, but when they come to prepare taxes, that's mm -hmm. too late. This is, um, you know, this is what already happened, right? So that's what in the back. So yeah. I have heard this from people that they think that tax planning, the strategy that you're talking about is only for wealthy or very rich people. Can this be used for just every day? You know, I'm a run of the mill lawyer. I don't have anything fancy. Can I use tax planning? Absolutely. Law applies to billionaires and small business owners. And I work with small business owners. Mm -hmm. It's the same law. It's not like uh, law applies to them and not applies to us. It's the same. So we shall be using it. So we shall be using it. Is what you're saying? They have the they have departments who work on that. Uh, small business owners can't afford this luxury, but that's why tax planners exist. That's why tax planning exists. And um, unfortunately, business owners um, often just forget tax altogether during the tax year, and they of thinking about tax until after the year is nearly over or, you know, next year. And they come and they say, uh, what can you do to reduce taxes? I can't do much. There is something to do, but not much because uh, this is after. That's so after. When, when there are far fewer means of reducing taxes once the year is complete. Yeah. So um, the result is almost certainly an overpayment of taxes, um, which so actually when would you, reduces cash in the pocket. When would you recommend them starting, Luba? When would you recommend somebody, if they're going to do tax planning, do they start in January or do they start of the year that they're thinking about? Or do they start like at in October? Because I've heard that wealthy people do all their tax planning for the year in advance. Like, so in, in September, October, November, they already know what their plan is for their spending the year that is forthcoming. Is And so yeah. I'm gonna say business, small business owners, they get to do that too. They get to think about, hey, you know, if you've already been in business, you kind of know what your expenses have been. So it kind of gives you good good knowledge, right? of like you're looking back at what you have spent and then you know what you've spent and then maybe what the projected spending is and then how to strategize that money going forward 
because now you're, and I'll just give example year, well, example year 2022. However, we're planning now in in November or should have planned in October for 2023 to make all of this tax avoidance again, which is legal. We're not talking tax evasion, tax no, avoidance. We're only strategy. talking about legal what right with the strategies that are given to us or the tools that have been given to us with I'm going to say your expertise or someone of your expertise that knows these strategies, these laws that can be applied to people's businesses to benefit them for the forthcoming year. Is that correct? Right, right. If you've never done tax planning, you need to start as soon as possible. Um, uh, Traditionally, historically, September, October, November, December is kind of late, even though December is possible. Uh, is main tax planning season, but tax planning is a year-round affair. It's a year-round, and I work with people, with my clients, year-round, and I work with them on a concierge way, so uh, I need to know what's happening in their life. It's a year-round, so if they're planning any transaction in January, we need to talk about this um in september it might be late it already happened there are certain uh parameters that we need to follow and um let's say um a sale of the of real estate and if uh owner of the real estate wants to do an exchange it has to be done within certain period of time or if there is a capital gain, uh, what can be done has deadline. Um, so if you did something in January and now you came to me for planning in October, it might be too late to help you. Right. So that's why there is a benefit to working with tax advisor and especially concierge way tax advisor who works with you um, on a regular basis. And before you do anything, you have to talk with a tax advisor. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, in the end, if they come- It creates good habits and accountability. And I, I know from going from, you know, being in the corporate world and it being very, I'm going to say basic and not having all that to being an entrepreneur, business owner, it has opened up my eyes to a whole new world. And, you know, whereas I used to just, oh, okay, tax preparation. If I got my tax preparation done by February, I was so proud of myself and it was done, right? Because everybody else was waiting till April 15th and I was done in February. And then I get into this world of small business, which I'm going to say, I'm still training myself on the tax side, as Lupa well knows, because it is a process and growth. And, um, you know, if you can have somebody that holds you accountable, that keep, that toes the line, that's that concierge method. I, I, I think of it as an accountability system, right? Because I don't know what I don't know that I'm missing. And so sometimes, you know, I may run rogue or run amok, but the good thing is that I have somebody, <laughs> and, and I love Jen's just laughing at me because, and Lee, but they know, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be honest because I know that there are people out there like this. And especially when it comes to taxes, it's almost like I'm being good, 
because I have my person and I'm ahead, but then I'm kind of getting off track and not facing it. And then I have my, my system with my accountability partner, which is Luba in the tax system to get me back in line before I really screw it up. You know, that's what kind of about the best way I can say it. Like I can screw it up just a little, but not really, really bad. And hopefully if I'm being really good and diligent, really, which has happened is, is those great years where it, it's so beneficial. And then you're really actually almost looking forward. I know that sounds crazy. Looking forward to the taxes. And um, I'm just going to say, and finding someone who, as my husband says, is a saint for listening to me and answering all my questions, right? It's so important that you feel comfortable and it's the right person. And it's, it's your, your relationship based versus yes. transactional based, which is yes. the, the tax prep is transactional. And this is really a, rela- a relationship of accountability really to make you flourish financially, which is super exciting. Yes. Um, when you think about it, it gets, to, it gets to be the flip of the perspective. I know that I have a lot of wealthy friends, but they love to look forward to this time of year because they're like, oh, I wonder what I'm going to get to buy in the last quarter of the year because I get to do my legal tax avoidance and within my business, what are the parameters of what do I get? Do I need new laptops for my business? What do I need? that is appropriate and along the lines, but it's something that I get to buy. And it's such a different perspective and shift and it's very freeing, I'm gonna say. Um, And it's great to have somebody keep you on that track as well. So, yeah. Well, buy at the end of the year is good if you need it, if you really need it, but buy just to lower your taxes doesn't really make sense because (laughs) there are other strategies Right. And uh, just help small business owners keep more money in their pocket instead of, you know, and at the end, they can spend this money to buy a laptop or to buy whatever they need if that's their goal, but not necessarily. And um, I just wanted to say that um, tax planning considers the tax consequences and benefits from multiple perspectives including personal benefits, business benefits, uh, ownership succession wishes, um, current and desired retirement planning, um, asset protection, ownership estate planning wishes. So there is a lot involved. And, um, you know, if people wait until the end of the year and want to, and they want to do, Planning, which is not planning, it's tax preparation. They ask what can be done going back. It's like driving a car using the rear view mirror instead of, instead of the windshield. You can do it if you really want to, but it's hardly the smartest way to go, right? right. Yeah, so I wouldn't want to do that on a freeway. <laughs> I think that, you know, and I, I think that that's how it helps people flourish faster Mm-hmm. Um, because they're avoiding any kind of pitfalls and, um, yeah, past mistakes that they, that, that per- kind of go with them in the, that current tax year. Well, and I find a lot of people also fall for scams because they start panicking and then start looking for like the cheap and easy way out of things. 
And I see a lot of that. I'm a, I mean, I do a lot of bankruptcy work and I see a lot of people that are fall for scams. And I think what Luba that you bring to the table is that pre-planning, there's a lot of strategies right. out there people could use. They wouldn't be stressed out and wouldn't need to fall for those types of things. Right. After right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm a co-author of the book, Thinking Outside the Tax Box. Yeah. Um, I'm very proud that, um, you know, uh, I'm part of this and helping people. I'm really excited to help people with their tax planning and tax advisory. Love it. I I, I kind of want to start to close this out and just share about, you know, you can only grow from what you know. And what you don't know, you get to resource a specialist and learn more so that you you can then grow, they can help you grow from what they know to help you flourish financially. And I love that. And that's what I love about you, Luba. And it just gets to be so super amazing because the perspective is you're looking at the goals. And we were recently talking with somebody about where we're focusing on where we want to get. And that's what you do is you get people to think outside of that tax box, like your, your book says, and get them focusing forward on where they want to go. I call that a focus or financial positioning system. It's their FPS and, you know, with you as the dial director in the arena of their taxes, you know, they know their starting point and then they know where they're going to go. So it gets them further, faster. And I want to say thank you so much for everything that you shared today. That was a wealth full of wisdom. Um, So we always like to close out with one fun fact about you. Well, I can say that after COVID, uh, after not traveling in 2020, 2021, this year in 2022, I went to Europe and it was Greece and Italy. Amazing, absolutely amazing trip. And um, I was wondering how their tax system works. And um, well, I got to spend my birthday in the hills of Tuscany, which was amazing. Beautiful, wonderful. We're so thankful to have you here. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you, Lula. 